Well, hey, everybody, it's Monday, the 14th of December, and it's time for a new storytelling podcast, Christmas version. We're a little over 10 days from Christmas, and the story I want to tell you today is from my childhood. When I was a boy, we lived on Harlan Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was in kindergarten, and we, we rented a simple white house, actually the downstairs of a simple white house. It's the one on the east side of the block with a diamond-shaped window on the side by the driveway. You can still see it today. If you drive down Harlan Street just south of I-96, and the house was divided into two apartments. The landlord lived upstairs, and we lived downstairs. A couple of times a year, I, I drive by that house. I remember things. It was there I first went to school. My dad and I walked from there to the barber shop for my first real haircut one Saturday morning. When I received my first poor report card, my mom took me for a walk to the top of the hill on Harlan Street, and we stood by the fence and looked down on the construction that would later become I-96. But most of my memories were, they were good memories on Harlan Street. When I slow the car and I look at the house, I realize the picture window, like so many things from my childhood, was a lot smaller than I remembered it being. One of my earliest and sweetest Christmas memories is associated with, with that picture window. I was walking home from school on a beautiful winter day in December. Christmas decorations were going up throughout the neighborhood. I walked past Ted's Market and past the neighbor's house. When our house came into view, I could see my mom in the window, and she was decorating for Christmas. We didn't have money for lights or store-bought decorations. My dad was a seminary student at the time. Mom had taken a, a bar of soap and covered the inside of the window like a snowstorm. Then she took a razor blade and scraped a manger scene with complete manger scene with a crush and angels and shepherds and a star. And I asked about the wise men, and she informed me that according to the Gospel of Matthew, they didn't come right away. They came later. I never see that window without thinking about that winter afternoon and the Christmas music of Helen Barth and Gloria Rowe and Larry Whiteford. And my mother's joy celebrating the birth of Jesus, all that was for a just a few pennies worth of soap. A couple years ago, I was having my annual titanic struggle against the spirit that tries to destroy the joy of Christmas. It was the lights again, always missing a light or, or a blown fuse or a tangle that would frustrate Houdini. Out of the five strings of lights that I owned, I could only coax two of them to work. I called my dad for some technical support. He laughed. <laughs> he must have sensed my frustration. And he reminded me of a year when he was a young father trying to make Christmas happen for his children. He was out of money, he was out of lights, and he was out of patience. Finally, he just took the lights he had and he strung them on the tree. He counted them and years later, he remembered the number. He said there were only, only 17 lights on that tree. Those were those big old-fashioned ones, but, but still, there were only 17 of them that year. Well, I hung up the phone and I smiled. I have the sweetest memory of that wonderful tree. And, and I was 35 years old before I realized that it only had 17 lights on it. It's easy to buy into the 
hype about the kind of high-tech toys you have to have in order for Junior to grow up a well-rounded child. I say it's about Jesus, and Jesus came to save sinners, and he was born in a poor family, and he lived a simple life. So I have advice for you today. Make memories. Love the people in your life. Celebrate Christmas. Don't, don't spend all your time counting how many lights you have. Well, hey, Merry Christmas. Till tomorrow, that's the Stonebridge Story Podcast.